Welcome to the Rob and Benny experiment. And Natalie, do you remember the old school Batman TV show, the 1960s? <laughs> boom, boom. You know, if you replace Batman do, with do you remember Jeff the intro? Johns, it still works. Remember the yeah. intro whenever they would have a guest? Mm-hmm. It'd be like, na 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 And it'd show Batman and Robin running at the screen. Yeah. And then whenever the Batgirl would show up, they'd have an extra little scene throw on, and you see her riding in on her motorcycle. Mm-hmm. That's Natalie. She's riding in on her motorcycle. Jeff Jones. This is the weekly show that Rob and I bring to you, except when we take breaks off because of the holidays, which, you know, it's the holidays. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why you guys assumed we ended yeah, it. Yeah, Because it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's Christmas, man. Go open presents. <laughs> Maybe that's their present. This is their present. Yeah. This, this is, is our present. present to you. Uh. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, whoa. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about a big shakeup that happened in the DC comic book movie centric thing. DC cinematic universe. Right. And of course you have Rob who's pretty much our giant Marvel expert. I'm our big DC expert. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to get Natalie in here because Natalie just watches the movies and mm-hmm. reads Batman. Yes. She is your casual movie goer. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. She is the one who doesn't no know the crazy lore, <laughs> isn't going to tell you the, the most amazing plot for a movie that only we would understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Because you and I have a tendency to do that. You know it would be amazing if they did the whole Superboy prime Primality yeah. Tower of Babel, man. <laughs> Make it a movie. <laughs> Natalie's just like, what's Tower of Babel? I, see, yours is normal. Yours is normal. I was going so with like bringing Superboy Prime and reality punch everything the way we want. There we go. Yeah, that, that's that's how you fix it. That's how you reboot. <laughs> Superboy Prime punches reality, and then he leaves, and he never find out who he was. <laughs> and that's <laughs> a, this this young Superman shows up and punches yeah. the wall, bam, and then leaves. <laughs> yeah, reboot punch. And then just like, <laughs> And he says it like that. See, this is the look the casual movie cover would give if the next DCEU movie started with Superboy Prime coming in going, Reboot Punch. Oh, remember that scene from Jaws 3? You saw Jaws 3, right? No. In the amusement She's park? She's so confused. I, I really am right Rob, now. Rob, I don't yeah. think anybody's okay. seen Jaws 3. I didn't even know there was a 3. I know one and yes. two. Yes, okay. There's a scene from Jaws 3. It was supposed to be in 3D. There's this terrible scene where the shark comes swimming up to the underground or the underwater facility, whatever it is, and it swims through the window and shatters it. Right. And obviously it was supposed to look like it was 3D. I want to see that, but with like Superboy Prime. Just like really crappy CGI, and he's just like, bam, you know, and then just, then he's just gone. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, WB has come out and stated that there is going to be a shakeup as to how they're handling the DCEU. Mm -hmm. Justice League has finally made back its money, but I believe that's all it did. It broke even. Yeah. Kind of. They didn't make any money off that movie. Mm -hmm. From all the speculation and everything, they believe that we just covered enough for the marketing campaign and stuff like that. So they have officially said, at this point, most of the people have left anyway. I, I think that a lot of people just kind of up and left, and I have a feeling it was kind of one of those situations of, Rob, this isn't working. No, I, that's not what it was. I, I think you need to step down over the next week or two. Oh, yeah, yeah, Or yeah. we may have to take more immediate action. <laughs> yeah, either you can you Oops. can leave willingly or you can be fired. So like, <laughs> that's, that's exactly... That, that's what I think went down. I thought you were talking about like Ben Affleck. I was like, no, Ben Affleck looked around and he's like, this is going nowhere fast and he bailed. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. <laughs> uh, well, so basically they've come up and they've said that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 not a secret the DCEU is having problems. Yeah. It's not, Okay. Um, we have the movies are not doing well it's a much darker tone than you would expect from well, a DC Wonder Woman did well right Wonder yes. Woman was the only one that was the problem right. that's I, the only one it's, it's the only one that matters really <laughs> no that's, that's exactly it. See, I mean like okay so, like, say for example like if, if I come to you and I say Natalie give me the top 
four DC movies so far. Right. Give me like your top. Well, no, we haven't, we, I think we've had four. So we've far. only had five. We've had five. Okay. So like, give me your top three choices for the DC cinematic well, universe. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I would go with Justice League because I don't remember anything else. That's the problem. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's literally Steel. it. No, no, the second one, Man of Steel. No, but that's literally it. They're not just, memorable films. And then Suicide Squad was pretty good too. No, I didn't like Suicide Squad at all. I thought it was okay, but that's, once that's, again, that's where you're trailer. wrong. And let me tell you why you're wrong. Right? <laughs> at the Suicide very, at Squad. At the very end, no, the, the only thing that was that kind of bothered me was at the very end when there was a fight scene with Enchantress. Yeah. And she, there was just it was all over the place. I couldn't see what was going on. That's well, it. That, that's part of the problem. Anyway, yeah. those issues aside with the, the previous five, it's, it's known that the DCEU is having problems. Mm-hmm. They tried to jump into an idea. And I'm not even going to lie. I, their idea of starting basically with the Justice League, I feel like could have worked. But I feel like combining that with the tonal shift in direction that Zack Snyder wanted, mm-hmm. not going to work. No. Because you're trying... Justice League, the movie, in my opinion, could have worked. If it was just based on what everyone knew from the Justice League Unlimited. I'm not saying carbon copy, but that is the most recognizable version to your mass populace yeah. of the Justice League. That cartoon from the 2005 era. It is. Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. So I don't know why Zack Snyder's whole vision of a darker, grittier... Like, this was darker than Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yeah. strikes again. Anyway, I feel like I that was so. the core problem with it, though, on top of just rushing everything. So instead yeah. of getting solid scripts and movies like we did with Wonder Woman, we got, let's do Batman v Superman, because yeah. that name will sell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, let me ask you this question. When you think of a Batman movie, what do you think of? Just like a tone for the film. Oh, super dark. Exactly. And that's how these movies came across in a lot of ways. Right. Like but, you go, you go, the see, problem, you go but, see Justice League and it feels like, it feels like, a Batman it, movie. it feels like a Batman movie. Like it feels like it's dark. It feels like it's almost hopeless. That kind of a thing. Like, right. man, dude, like things are really, really crazy. Well, right and now. that's the problem because Batman is the dark and gritty character. Superman's the hope. He's the literally the yin to the yang of the character of Batman. And then Wonder Woman is the, the, the yin yang in the middle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like they, they all have their different tones. And the problem is Zack Snyder was just doing them all the same. Yeah. Man of Steel was basically a dark version of Batman. I'm not saying Man of Steel was completely horrible, but it's not the Superman that you would expect to start a universe. Yeah, that's not the greatest movie ever made. Yeah, that's, 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 that's just it. Like, so then the question becomes this. All right, so, so DC comes to Natalie, and they come to Rob, and they come to Benny, and they say, we want you guys to give us you know, your vision on how you restart the DC Cinematic yeah. Universe. Well, real quick, What's the, the, re- the reason why, so everyone stepped down and Warner Brothers said as of the new year, they are giving a new lineup and they are doing this right and they're going to do it again. Yeah. So now there's entirely, no one knows what's happening. They're reshuffling everything. Are we getting single movies? Are we getting Justice League movies? Are we getting cross continuity movies? That's what we want to talk about today like Rob just said. Mm-hmm. How would we do it? Yes. So we'll give you time to think about it. Yes, you, please. <laughs> you're not the subject matter expert. Here. No, no, yeah, here's, yeah, here's no. the deal. I assume you've seen a lot of, like you've seen all the Marvel movies. Yes. All right, you've, so take that into consideration. Like, don't really, you don't have to worry about the comics so much. I, I, Just take that into, like, because you know who Batman is, you know who Superman is, you know, like, they're iconic characters. Yeah. You know, you know who Wonder Woman is just by extension of the film. So literally just like take everything you've seen in a movie universe and just run with it and just kind of see what you come up with. From but there. I feel like the Marvel movies, they've always been dark as well. Kind of. I mean, to a degree, 
But they're still Disney-fied. 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 They're bright. Disney-fied. They're happier. They also follow a because formula. The, the witty jokes or... and things like that. Right. But it's the formula is kind of growing old. If you think about this, Thor Ragnarok was a very du- He loses his eye. He, the, the Hulk's yeah. been ripped away from Earth. But that was yeah. something that you complained about. You said that he should he should be feeling something different. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like what I'm eye. saying is like they all follow that formula. So even in a dark, dark movie like Thor Ragnarok, which should be dark, we've got Thor cracking jokes. Yeah. I lost my eye, but you know what? I still got one good one to see ya. I mean, it was a buddy cop film. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, and, and that's what Marvel does. They have this formula they always follow, even if they change up what the movie's structure is. You always have hero has you know is amazing. Hero falls down the, the pit. Hero then has to come back up. They go mm-hmm. with a standard movie plot, and they have the he will crack joke here. He will crack joke here. Give us this catchphrase. Throw this merchandise in. <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah. follow that formula every single one. Right. Yeah. And DC. Just seemed to like throw it at a wall. <laughs> yeah, just see what works. That's only because they haven't really established uh, other characters besides Wonder Woman and uh, and Superman and Batman. Right, and that's one thing they could have done. Them, yeah, they just threw them all into that one movie, the Justice all- League, and they didn't have the time to establish all of these other characters. Right. Well, actually, it's funny if you read the articles. The only triumph that apparently, like, they're toting as coming out of Justice League, is the you, the world is avail- is aware of Aquaman and Flash now. So apparently, those movies are going forward as intended oh. because apparently the world wants those movies now. Is what WB is saying. Hmm. But but if you have your movie with your biggest characters in your universe popping in, and you walk out going, well, people know who they are now. Yeah. <laughs> and like. Yeah, I never thought I'd see the day where people were just like, dude, I can't wait to see more Aquaman. <laughs> dude, this Aquaman, dude, the guy talks to fish. No one's cared about him for 50 years, and now he's just like the greatest thing ever. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's Jason crazy. Momoa, I guess. Jason Momoa made him pretty badass. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so here's the deal. So, so, so what do you got? What do you got? Well, okay. how would, so that's today. We are rebooting the universe. It's going to be a shorter episode than usual because it's the holidays and we got stuff going on, but mm-hmm. we are going to reboot the universe. So, Rob. Okay. So, give me one your thing pitch. to bear in mind is all the superheroes in DC, the core, like, you can basically call them the Justice League members, all right? They all, in some form or fashion, are templates for every other character who's ever existed in comic books. Superman is a template for almost everybody else. They all base off their own things. But each character has a aspect of them that makes them unique. For example, Green Lantern is a space explorer. The Flash is the funny guy who's got some, you know, kooky villains. Superman is the hero. Batman's just like, all hope is lost. Wonder Woman is like, you know, let's let's just fight until the bitter end. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. Cyborg is Cyborg's a security guard. So because of all this, <laughs> sadly he is in the he, comics. He's, oh he's a security God, guard. He so. looks so badass in the Justice League. <laughs> he, he does. In the movie, he kind of was too, though. Like I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get us in the safe. You guys go block me. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 the he's tech support. <laughs> he's tech so, support. But he's the so. reason why they won, though. Right? He always is though. That's the funniest thing. Like yeah. even in even in the latest DC Metal fight, Cyborg's the one that wins the day, but he didn't do anything until Yeah, he, he oh saves God. the watchtower, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's See? it's it's weird, yeah. Oh. They he always like, shows up at the very end of like the fight. I'm here to save everyone. Yeah. I've been watching the fight the whole time. Yeah, I've just been waiting for someone to take me off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> but no, okay. So because each characters are distinctive, I would literally grab stories from across the DC history. The first thing I would do for Batman is I would grab world's greatest superheroes. Batman's War on Crime. So Paul Dini, the guy who made Batman the animated series, and Alex Ross, one of the greatest artists of all time, came together and wrote like an oversized, super short story where it's just called Batman, The War on Crime. And instead of it being like, Batman's fighting the Joker and Batman's doing all this crazy stuff, it's about a kid whose parents are, like, they're killed. And there's something that happens anyway. His parents are killed in a lot of the same ways as Bruce Wayne's parents were killed. And basically, it follows this kid 
and it's basically there comes to a point where Bruce Wayne breaks up this like robbery or some kind of drug running or something, whatever. The kid turns around and pulls a gun on him. And so he was like, dude, guns killed both our parents. Don't let guns be the thing that kills you. And so, but the whole idea is it's not a traditional Batman story. It's kind of Batman hopeful to a degree, but it talks about how he uses fear, different things like that. But it's, it's a beautifully told comic because it shows the humanity of Batman. Mm. And that's what I would use. People need to see Batman as human, mm. but they also need to see that Batman uses fear in order to you know, achieve his goals. So you need to walk out of the movie understanding who Batman is while simultaneously knowing a sniper on a rooftop Knowing the idea of Batman means Bruce Wayne's gone, and that's just all there is to it. And that, like, people need to have that feeling. Mm. For Superman, I would do uh, Jeff John's Secret Origin. It's a seven-issue miniseries where he basically retold the origin story of Superman, grabbing all this information and bringing it all together. But it's a hopeful story. It's a bright story. Like, it makes you feel good when you read Superman. So it's like, all right, cool. Wonder Woman, I would keep that movie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything with the Wonder Woman film. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's how I would keep it. Mm. And nobody else has really been fleshed out. I mean, <laughs> that, that's it. Barry Allen, I mean, honestly, I would bring in Eobard Thawne for The Flash film. Like, I would... That's the part, I, I agree with that to an extent. So yeah. you know The Flash, right? Yes. You know The Reverse Flash, right? Yes. Do you know any other villain of The Flashes? Uh, the... Yes, the yes, that what he just said. The gorilla no, guy. No, you gotta say gorilla girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty sure people would have seen, uh, like, heard you. Uh, no, they, would, they wouldn't hear me. Yeah, gorilla grod. Oh. Okay, <laughs> but what I'm saying is the Flash doesn't have any like crazy villains. Yeah. Well, he's got the rogues. Yeah, but they're, but not they're crazy. They've yeah, had, but they're and they've they're, had very few times where they've been successful the, at anything. And, and well, the, also the rogues you only know if you read the comics. And so. the dark, the dark Flash as well, I think. The Black Flash. Yes, Black yeah. Flash. Hmm. Death. I, I, that would be the sequel for me. <laughs> death? Yeah. Yeah. The Flash outraces death. <laughs> I've been outrunning death for 20 years, guys. That, that's literally a plot. He's, really? Yeah, he's yeah. outruns death for 20 years. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, no, I would do that. I would take your Barthon because he's the most recognizable villain. Be it because of the TV show, be it because of whatever. Make him the villain itself. Mm. Make a movie about that. And just explore the Speed Force concepts and the fact that he's fast and all this stuff. Not go crazy. Don't yeah. go comic booky on it. No, you do Flash Rebirth. That's what I mean. Like that yeah. kind of a thing where you explain what the Speed Force is, but we don't have like the new 52 storyline where he goes into it and decides that he's the god of the Speed Force. And <laughs> Okay. So the really cool thing is that in DC Comics, the, the reverse Flash was basically a huge fan of Barry Allen mm. from like a few hundred years into the future. And he was obsessed with going back only to find out Barry Allen died when DC rebooted, whatever. So Barry Allen comes back in a story called Flash Rebirth. And it's basically a story by Jeff Johns that's designed to take every ounce of Barry Allen's origins and his history, things like that, and tie it all together. So mm. it's not confusing. So you don't have to read through 30 years of stories in order to understand the origin of Barry Allen and the whole history of him and the Speed Force and all that mm -hmm. stuff. You just read this story called Flash Rebirth. Okay. So, yeah. So that, I would do the very similar thing. I, would, I wouldn't do a fresh reboot at this point, but I, would take, I wouldn't do an origin for Bat Superman. I wouldn't do any no. origins. I feel like well, the origins for all these, Birthright and all that, I feel like all the origins are solid. Everyone knows knows the origins for the most part. Yeah, but the origins set the stage for the films. Yeah, but the problem is is the same thing with the Spider-Man origin. I mean, it is Superman. How, how many how many times yeah. do you really want to see Spider-Man see Uncle Ben get killed for the first 20 minutes of a movie? Yeah. Uncle like, Ben dies again. I mean, Natalie, you don't read Superman <laughs> at all. Do you know the origin of Superman? Superman? Yeah. Uh he he comes from Krypton, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, he <laughs> Yes, and and, and Supergirl, and and the reason why Supergirl is more powerful than Superman is because she was around the sun longer. That's the new Fifty Two. That's thing. that 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 is the new Fifty Two. That is that is true. Yay. Actually, yeah, she's I, more I'm powerful sure than they, Superman. I'm pretty yeah. sure they kept that too. I don't think oh, that's changed. Good job. Yay. Yes. See, but yeah. what I'm saying is, even though you had to think about it, yes, you know the story. Yeah, it is. It is the origin. Of, okay, I will. I will give you that. It is. It's. Fun. 
Superman. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, I, I I get that. Okay. I feel like if you want to do okay. a full retelling of the origin, that comes later down the road. That is okay. Yeah, okay. So then what story do you pick? If you okay, so you start Superman back from square one. Right. All right. What's the first Superman movie in the new DC cinematic universe? So the first Superman movie that I would do in the DC cinematic universe isn't even like a true traditional Superman movie. Don't take a comic book. Don't take something because I feel like right now we need something original. The biggest problem that we have right now with the DCEU, okay, not the biggest, there's plenty of other problems, but yeah. <laughs> one of many problems is they keep trying to lift thing, individual plots from a movie, from another story, from another story, right. stuff like that. It's the problem that I feel that Marvel Cinematic Universe has been having recently. Instead of just telling us a story about you know Bucky and Iron Man and Captain America, we get a watered-down, crappy version of Civil War. Yeah. When we could, when we could just have civil war, like yeah, civil take, war should have been a whole phase. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, like instead of doing a Superman movie that is based around Birthright or Unchained or even the New Fifty Two or even something classic, give us something original, something where he explores his own history and the main villain he's fighting is Lex Luthor, who's not the Riddler and not Jesse Eisenberg, but a real <laughs> Lex Luthor. Yeah, that you know, be, yeah. and you get a classic Superman tale, something out of like Christopher Reeve style kind of a thing because that's what we need we need a heroic hopeful superman and and if we keep going we don't reboot since justice league we've got that superman so let's do that superman hmm. and let's just do an original story that maybe easter eggs other stories but it doesn't do anything crazy yeah you could like easter egg piece on earth that was a real it was a story where superman was trying to provide all resources to these countries that were struggling and then one country destroyed the shipment he was using and he realized like that you just can't save humanity from itself Oh no. There's no I mean it it ends on a pretty hopeless note. So I wouldn't do like that whole story. Yeah. Because you want Superman to be hopeful. You don't want to mm-hmm. have you don't want to build people up for like how great Superman is and it's like then just you know. Right, right. Cut, we we gotta keep the hopeful the Superman. Now with Batman, I would do a very similar thing. I wouldn't take a, a well known story for Batman because Batman arguably much more recognizable than any other superhero at this point in the world. I mean, I would argue, yeah, like, like right now, I would say he's as popular, if not maybe a little more popular in terms of just like general audiences than Superman. Yeah. I was people know Batman though, and yeah. everyone knows the origin of Batman. Mm-hmm. But what we have in the DCU is a grizzled Batman with a history that no one knows what the hell happened. I mean, is he just tarnished because of what happened in Batman Forever and the Las Vegas lights? Or, <laughs> or did people die in his timeline? We don't know, you know? Alfred... Alfred, I just saw Batman Beyond. Or not Batman Beyond. Batman Forever. I just saw Batman Forever and it's... It's really bad. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. That would be hilarious. <laughs> like if, if this whole like Ben Affleck Batman, like if all these experiences stem from just like Batman Forever. So like, <laughs> this is where my idea comes in. So in this story for Batman, I would tell a story that goes through all the ages. I would bring in the character of the Joker, but not in the light of... Joker's got an evil scheme. Oh, we're going to stop the evil scheme. I would tell a 20-year spread out story of Batman. Maybe not the Joker, but trying to stop a villain. Maybe Hush. Somebody that you no, can... No, don't do Hush. Then Catwoman's going to be involved. What, what, what I'm saying is we reveal the history of this Batman going over 20 years. It's like a montage film? Kind of like a montage film yeah. of him tapping into these individual little Batman cases. We see the detective... Batman solving 20 to 30 minute little stories, two and a half hour movie, five individual little stories, but linking through all of them is this villain, this hush, this guy that keeps popping up and is causing problems. And so like we see Batman year one style, Batman learning his abilities and this guy messing with them and he, he's not solving that mystery, but he saved this woman from a standard criminal. 
Yeah. And then we see a little bit later and he's messing with maybe the penguin on like a 15 minute little thing. And we find out the penguin is being orchestrated by this other villain. And we find a series of events all linked together to be this mastermind at the end of the whole thing. But it's something that Batman the detective has been doing for all these years. And we, we figure out Batman's history this way and what has been going on. I mean, you could do that because Batman's Batman's enemies are pretty recognizable at this point. The Joker, Riddler, yeah. Bane, if you chose to. And like to introduce Hush would actually be kind of cool. It'd be a great way to like cliffhang the movie if you wanted to. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't have him defeat Hush at the end of the movie. No, no, no. Like, but maybe he discovers that who it is Hush. Yeah. And we discover that Hush... Hush is the villain. You've seen Hush. You, yes. You, you, but the it doesn't look like... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you may, we, we leave it like that. Oh, the villain behind the whole thing is Hush. And Batman still couldn't stop it. Yeah. But look at look at what... And maybe that's the point of the movie. Batman feels he's defeated. He feels like, I can't beat this guy. And then Alfred or Superman or somebody... Probably Superman because he just met him in this timeline. But mm -hmm. Alfred reminds him of those other times. All the people he saved over the years. That little old woman, that family that he, you know, the penguin was trying to like rob of their fortune, you know, whatever. He reminds him of all the good he has done and that the battle for Batman will never end. But there's so much good Batman can do. I mean, it seems cool. It just, I don't know. It seems too on the nose. We you know need I mean? that right now, though. No, I, I mean, but it's, but it's like doing the origin story of Superman, you know. I mean, you'd have to leave Earth to find someone who doesn't know the origin story of Superman, except for Natalie. So because of that, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, I mean with, with Batman, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it is kind of a weird scenario. It definitely, I mean, it would definitely take some thinking. I don't know. Right, well, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, we, we, because the situation with Batman is we have a 20-year-old 20 20 superhero at this point. Mm -hmm. it's been, it's, in the, the timeline, he's been around forever. Yeah. We have a whole history we don't know exists. Yeah, that's Wonder true. Woman, I would do the same thing. I would keep it the exact same way it is. Mm -hmm. The next movie, I would just explore this whole God thing they've decided to roll in because Nubit Jujit did a crappy job of it. No, I mean, it wasn't that bad. But The Flash, I would not do Flashpoint. I think that's a bad idea. No, I would do Flash Rebirth. Flash Rebirth, yeah. I would do Flash Rebirth. So you get, we establish he already exists. We don't need to go over his origin again. Mm -hmm. But we go on an adventure that introduces a villain for The Flash. Because even though the show is huge, there's still people that don't watch it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, right now, like, you don't know anything about Barry Allen in the cinematic universe. And, yeah, like, as, as, yeah, as awesome as the show, it is still watched by a very small number of people. Yes. And so if they were to do Flashpoint over the span of two and a half hours, now, now picture this, over the span of two and a half hours, you'd have to give an explanation of who Barry's mom is, how she died. You'd have mm -hmm. to give him a motivation for going back and saving her life. Mm -hmm. You'd have to introduce Reverse Flash and explain him. You'd have to show the alternate universe that's created. Then you'd have to have Barry Allen go back in time, and then you would have to have him let his mom die and then explain how this ties into the new universe right. yeah, yeah. all over two and a half hours but Flash That's Rebirth just has insane. Barry Allen coming back I wouldn't yeah. do the he's been gone for 20 years thing because no I would just use it to explain his origin yeah you bring in Eobard Thawne you, you don't have to really even have to do other members of the Flash family no. you don't have to do Wally West you don't have to do like Jai and all the, you know, the kids of Wally West or you know Linda Park whatever her name is it's just the origin of Barry Allen and you no, use I that actually, to introduce I would say Flash. the origin of Reverse Flash the origin of, that would be kind of do cool. his story because yeah. his story goes over the origin of Barry Allen. That's so you're true. getting to retell the important bits, but you're actually introducing a solid villain for the Flash that the general populace will know now. Yeah. And the story of Eobarthon does incorporate Barry Allen fighting now, him and going against him and things like that. Here's the question. Which story do you use? Do you use the new one or the... Or the I'd go with the new one. Yeah. Because the new one, I feel, is just more flushed out than the original. Hmm. What's the new one? So similar, but yeah. No, go ahead and tell her. Yeah. Uh, you can get me. You have. You ready? Go ahead. No. Okay. So the the new one, and correct me if I'm wrong here. The new one, un, the the original origin was he was just obsessed with Barry Allen. Mm. He came back in time and found out he was destined to be Barry's greatest enemy. Right. And so it kind of drove him insane. He called himself the Reverse Flash and fulfilled that role. Now in the new one, he was basically uh, he was met by Barry Allen in the future. Mm. 
And then he was tutored by Barry Allen when he basically became, like, he learned, you know, he developed the powers of the Flash, you know, more or less created them for himself, whatever. Anyway, he became the Flash, more or less. Barry tutored him in how to use his powers and all that kind of good stuff. And then there was a really sentimental moment that was shared between the two of them. And then Barry went back to his time, went back to the present day. Then Eobard Thawne followed him back later on down the line and saw Barry sharing that same moment with Wally West. And so he felt betrayed. He felt, yeah, he felt, yeah. yeah, exactly. He was heartbreaking. He felt betrayed, mm-hmm. and then he just sort of lost it and became a villain. But the new origin is better than the old one because it humanizes Eobarthon. It, so. it flushes everything out. It the does. original is just he goes back in time, and it was like, oh, I went crazy. Plus, the original involves Wally West, and part of yeah. the reason he goes crazy is because there is no Barry Allen. It's a lot to yeah. put in there. Is that's the that's why I didn't because if I if I if I wanted to if I wanted to explain to you the full origin. Of the like the original full origin of Eobarthon, I'd have to explain Crisis on Infinite Earths yeah. and all that stuff, and that'd be a pain yeah, in the yeah, ass. Yeah. <laughs> and for the Aquaman situation, yeah. tell us freaking origin, because out of all the superheroes, do you know Aquaman's origin? Aquaman. Um, Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> Besides what uh, what they told me in the Justice League movie, which was supposed to be the king. Right, see, exactly. She, you That's don't exactly know it, it, and no one does. That's the thing. He's a man between two worlds. He was born on the surface, oh. but he is the son of the queen uh, of the queen of Atlantis. Yeah, but he okay. didn't know that mm-hmm. because he because she had relations before she got wed with someone from the mainland. Yeah. So his father is just a guy. I think he runs the lighthouse. Yeah, he runs the lighthouse. He runs uh, the lighthouse at Amnesty Bay. Right. So because it, it was like a half breed mm-hmm. and because she was being wed to the king, she kept quiet about it Yeah. and sent Aquaman to go live with his father. And he didn't know his origins and his father always kept him away from the water to ensure that nothing would go wrong. Well, yeah. it's typical superhero fashion. It does. Course, <laughs> yes. yeah. Just but like the whole gist of the Aquaman stories is he's, he's technically the king of Atlantis, but he's considered an outsider by Atlanteans. Yeah. So he's basically jostling the, the idea that not everybody in Atlantis accepts him. And there's right. even small revolutions that take place from time to time. That he that's calls. going on right now in the comics. But, yeah. yeah. And then that's the, what is it, the king of the dead or whatever it was? Yeah. yeah. And then that's compiled by the fact that he's torn between his loyalties to the Justice League and his loyalties to Atlantis. But there's always the on-running theme that if it gets to a point where he has to choose one, he'll choose Atlantis over the Justice League. Right, because yeah. Mara seems to think that he he needs to. Mara's origin is obviously retconned in the DCU. Yeah, she was sent as an assassin to kill him. Mm-hmm. Why? I, I, I I'll remember. tell you that off the air because we got to move on to your theories on how to do this. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> that that'll take me a little while. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, because her origin. Now, just before we move over to that, I. With how convoluted her origin is, I completely understand why that one got wrecked. Yeah, I don't even remember her origin anymore. Really? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Long. I'll give you the short form version, okay? Since we, since you're both curious, Mm-mm. she's from. Uh, so when Atlanteans were growing up, there was a prison world, and there was a group of revolutionaries who were, were trying to fight against it. They got sent to the prison world. They're the Zeb, uh, Zebels, I want to say. They sent them away. Um, and they can never leave except for like every once in a hundred years the portal opens back up to the main world so what they did was the Zebel sent the Zebel king sent his daughter Mara through the portal to assassinate the king get the trident and open up the doorway to let everyone in she came through to assassinate Aquaman with him being demonized by her her people but discovered she showed up when he was saving a whale or something like that like doing something really heroic and she saw that this wasn't right and she sent that attached to him that's the most superhero thing I've ever heard man I gotta kill this guy excuse me, man. 
<laughs> Don't mind me, I'm being I'm giving a you hero. The quick, I'm giving you the quick rundown. Anyway, they get to know each other. She decides that she's not going to kill him. She's going to find out if this is right or wrong. And and the like in the New 52, at least, the origin kind of got retconned to her mother always told her to do what she wanted. Don't do what her people wanted. Mm. And so she decides, I don't want to kill Aquaman. And starts to date him and such no. and such. I don't want to kill Aquaman. I want to bang him instead. <laughs> Hey, man, you want to get married? That'll that'll show you, Mom. (laughs) Once again, now I see why it was retcon for the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's swooned by his pearly teeth and his flowing golden locks, and he saved a whale, and hawks are landing on his hands. (laughs) Hello, young woman. What are you here for? I am a hero. Look how attractive I am. It's it's pretty impressive. See my rippling abs? I'm Jason Momoa. (laughs) I mean, Jason Men. He he was a great Aquaman. (laughs) So anyway, uh, that's Rob's idea. That's my idea and how I would do it. Mm-hmm. How are would you, you? Are you really expecting me to come up with something better than both of you? Well, no, I, um, you're not going to come up with something better. We have different ideas in general. I yeah. have no Knowing- idea, though. I mean, I, I told you I would, I would just, just, just give us a, a movie, just a movie. I, a movie about what though? What do you want to see? About well, about the Flash first of all. About Aquaman. Well, Aquaman's coming. Um, about Cyborg. And, uh, okay, so based on what you saw on the Flash in the Justice League movie, yes. Like, what do you want to know about him? I mean, it, they did a pretty good job. They just they 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 uh, they threw the speed force in there to explain where he gets his powers from. Because Batman was like, "Where did you get your powers, yeah. your powers from?" And he said, "The speed force." So that's pretty much explaining everything. Except we don't really know his uh, his origin if you don't know the Flash. But his origin's mm-hmm. lame. Lightning strikes him, and he gets hit, and he was around chemicals. Yeah, no, I know. I know. That, that's his origin. I, I mean, know, oh my I god, see- I can move so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've seen <laughs> and I can run funny. I can run all funny looking. He hates Ezra Miller's run. God, he looks. He runs so. <laughs> because I've yeah. seen, I've seen the, the like the very first Flash show, and I've seen how he gets his powers. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like nowadays it would just look cooler to have a Flash movie mm-hmm. with all of the crazy. So you want to have an individual like Wonder Woman, just yeah. about that hero? Yeah, because and then maybe wrap it I around. Mean, I mean, I was never a fan of Wonder Woman. You know that, but. I've watched this movie like four times. I don't know why, but I just, I watched it four it's times a great because movie. it was it so is. good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they can do just as, as good of a job as just giving Cyborg or Flash or Aquaman a good movie, you know, and just. Well, uh, yeah, just make, side make note people, about the Wonder Woman, why I think it's one of the better ones. Yeah. Because they're using, it, it gives women a, a, an idol. It gives, a, not an idol, it gives them a role model. It gives mm-hmm. young girls uh, the idea that it's they can be a hero. It's not even that. It's just, it's just. That's what I was going to say. It's not just that and, No, the music and just the, the story just made sense and it was just flowing. It, it was, was coherent. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, there was not one dull moment. In right. The, well, in and, and that's what I was going to say. It's the movie itself's a good movie. Yeah. It, yes. It's doing amazing things for women in movies, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it wasn't made to be like a f- extreme feminist movie. It was yeah. made to be a solid movie yeah. that yeah. happened to be about Wonder Woman. And that's why it's so good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt like a, it felt like a great blend between a, a great superhero movie and like a traditional film. Yeah. Right. It had a coherent plot. The actors were yeah. solid, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Yeah, that makes sense. So. And there was a good plot twist at the very end too, because I thought it was going to be over, but it just yeah. kept on going, and that was that's just yeah that's that's what sold it. I kind of wish they hadn't killed Steve Trevor. Yeah. That one I do. Oh, apparently the next one's in the Cold War. Wonder Woman two. Hmm. She does something in the Cold War because they're going to keep that whole time thing. Steve going. Trevor really? comes back. It's going to be called It's going to be called Franken Trevor It's going to be Oh dude No dude If they If they they take the Franken Castle approach There's a story Where the son of Wolverine Mutilates Frank Castle 
What? And they bring him back by turning him into Frankenstein. He's oh. literally just pieced back together. He's called Frankencastle. But if they did that with Steve Trevor, Frank and just, yeah, Frank and Trevor, yeah, Frank, they just kind of sew his little pieces back together. Like he's the main enemy, and Wonder Woman has to fight him. Like I mean, it would be it'd be terrible. It'd be, <laughs> it would be hilarious. It would be a hilarious movie, but unintentionally so. I mean, everybody would be like, "How does it? How did what happened? How do you go from Wonder Woman one to this? <laughs> Who thought this was a good idea?" <laughs> they changed the director, oh, I guess, man, or yeah. something. I don't know. No, don't worry. I wasn't expecting you. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. We're expecting you to give us a layout. layout. I think that was the point. You're the casual moviegoer. Would would you rather see the Marvel Cinematic Universe approach, where every movie was lightly linked together, or would you rather see the Wonder Woman approach, where they're individual? No, no, no. Definitely linked together, because I think that's what that's what makes Marvel so much better. Because everything is just linked together, and in Mm -hmm. my in my eyes, it's just it makes you care about all of these characters, you know, because they're all linked together. Right. Yeah. You so. feel like there's a whole big world. Like yeah. while Captain America. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's while Superman's separate. throwing people through buildings and blowing a metropolis, you're sitting here wondering, where's Batman? Because, yeah, <laughs> while, because while Captain America is that, I know where you're getting <laughs> Yeah, because as cool as, cool as Wonder Woman mm-hmm. was, it's not connected to, well, it was slightly connected to Justice League because, mm-hmm. you know, at the very beginning and end, she talks to Batman. Right. So. Well, I mean, but like what I was getting with Captain America was the Winter Soldier thing. Yeah. The Hydra thing is the most obvious. Where the hell was everyone else Dude, moment? <laughs> I talked about that. I was like, when I did the X-Men Phase 2, I was like, the biggest, what we don't want to do is run into the Captain America Winter Soldier problem. Where you're like, hey guys, so the plot of this movie is that S.H.I.E.L.D., mm. the biggest intelligence organization in the world, has been taken over by Hydra. And the only people who can stop it are Captain America and Bucky Barnes. And no one's going to call Helicarriers for... are falling out of the sky and you don't are, even get a scene of Iron Man being like, what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, I mean, these massive things, the world's going to pop. Mm. Hydra's like, we're going to shoot everybody in the world who doesn't agree with us. And Captain America's, you don't, you don't even have Iron Man call, hey man, so like, you free? Shit's popping off, man. <laughs> like, do you want some help or something? Because I mean, you know... Shield collapsing is kind of a big deal. <laughs> you hey, know, I mean, you know, I, I've got Thor and Hulk on like the short dial of my phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, like you know, and we already know from like the little Thor mini thing that like he like a- Iron Man won't answer him anyway. So like, you know, he's, he's trying to get a hold of Iron Man. You know, yeah. like he'd be yeah. delighted to get a call. Yeah. Say, hey, man, like he's we got to go help out Captain oh my America. God. It would be so yeah. cool if there was a scene where he would just wait there because he would see everything that's going on on the news and he would just look at his phone and he just doesn't get a call. He's like, <laughs> oh. Or, or, no, or no, he does get a call from Iron Man, and he's like, yes! <laughs> Hello, this is Thor. <laughs> hey, Thor, this is Iron Man. We really need your help, man. Uh, all right, man. I'll be right there. I knew they were going to call me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Anyway, that's that's what I, we weren't looking for you. Like you, you realize you're great here because it gives us someone to actually talk to. Because otherwise, you're just yeah. me, Rob See, going, now, now no, no, just, no, you're wrong. Yeah. Now, now have these images of Spider-Man just also getting a call, and he's like, "Sorry, I've got I've got finals. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Make it. <laughs> I got finals. I can't make it. <laughs> I'm doing my finals. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just yeah." Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I, I I did my best. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Nobody's mean to you. We, we I like mean, here. I would love. I would love to see that. Like, like Peter gets a call from Iron Man and he puts it on speakerphone. Like he's surrounded by people. He's like, Hey guys, look. I like. I know Iron. Like I know. I know Tony Stark. Man, check this out. And, like Tony Stark calls him up. You know, and he like he has him on speaker and everybody's like, Oh man, cool. And you know, when Tony Stark's like, Hey man, we really need your help. I know you're Spider Man. He's like, Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh, <sorry." laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> Oh, that'd be hilarious. 
So we're cutting the episode a little bit short today. I know we normally go about 45 minutes, but we're mm -hmm. on a bit of a time constraint due to the holidays and everything going on. Nope. So let us know in the comments down below how you would fix DCEU. Would yeah. you do it individual movies about the individual characters, Wonder Woman style? Would you link mm -hmm. everything together like the MCU? Would you do like how Rob and I did? Give us your idea of like the first movies for each of the characters because yeah. that's what I feel. I feel at this point, no more Justice League, no more... Like just. Superman movie, Batman movie, Wonder Woman movie, Cyborg movie, Flash movie, Aquaman yeah. movie. Do these movies, then let's revisit Justice League I mean, in like 2025. Sal had a genius idea. Sal was like, do Superman, do Batman, keep Wonder Woman 1, and then do Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman 2. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Do those. Uh, do the Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman 1, and then do Trinity. Yeah. And then and that'd do be Superman. great. Yeah, exactly. And, and just like, build on that. Trinity's yeah. just, it's a straight story about Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. I was hoping, yeah, Trinity. Yeah, it features, the yeah. Trio, yeah. The Trinity, yeah. I, I get it, I yeah. get it. Okay. And then you have like the Dark Trinity, and then you no, have like the Evil Trinity, yeah. and then you have because, like Justice League Dark Trinity. And then mm -hmm. <laughs> because they were featured, the three of them, in a Batman v Superman. I thought it, yep. was, it was good. Yeah. I thought it was good. I mean, that's, that's why it was the three of them, because they're the Trinity of DC. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, if you guys want, you can see this every Saturday right here, unless we skip over for a holiday. It's holidays! We may do that. Anyway, you can find Rob over at his channel at Comics Explained or on Twitter at Comics Explained. You can subscribe right here at Comic Story to get this every week. Mm -hmm. And Natalie is over on our gaming channel, Eligible Monster, holding up many of the conversations and keeping. It's just them. They just fight about Bioshock yeah. all the time. She's holding it down. She's trying to convince me that Bioshock 1 is good. Of course, we know it is not. Anyway, so. you can find her over on Eligible Monster. You can also find her on Twitter at Zodical Candy or on our Twitch channel every weekend when we're all playing various games. On that note, we're going to go now, guys. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> wow.